You're listening to Bulletproof Radio with Dave Asprey. When you hear someone talk about blood sugar, you might zone out. That's because a lot of us think that it's only relevant to people with type 2 diabetes. But blood sugar is a topic that everyone should understand. If you want to feel good and have energy, you need to balance your blood sugar. Research shows that even healthy people have wild swings in their blood sugar right after they eat, and spikes in blood sugar make your pancreas work harder. They also make you older, and they put you at a greater risk for weight gain, heart attack, and stroke. Here's why I'm talking about this. Bioptimizers has a new product called Blood Sugar Breakthrough. You take two capsules 15 minutes before a meal. Your body will push carbs and glucose into your muscles for use as fuel instead of fat. That means you get stable energy and you don't have that post-meal crash. Better yet, you can improve your workouts and get better gains at the gym. But the biggest benefit is that it'll improve your overall health. Just go to bloodsugarbreakthrough.hell/dave for an exclusive 10% off. For 25 years, I've had a strong passion for understanding the science behind why we age and what we can do about it. One of the most groundbreaking discoveries in the last two decades is senolytics. Senolytics are plant-derived or pharmaceutical ingredients that can help your body drop old, worn-out cells Scientists call them senescent cells, and in my books, I call them zombie cells. As you age, those senescent cells build up in your body. They live for a long time, and they eat up your energy. There is a hack for this. It's called Qualia Synolytic. Your podcast sponsor, Neurohacker Collective, created Qualia Synolytic. It eliminates those zombie cells and has a clinical study that supports its effectiveness. I really felt a difference in how my body moved after just a couple months on Qualia Synolytic. It's upped my energy level even more, and my joints feel really good. If you're over 30 and you want to use a clinically tested formula to help you feel younger, try Qualia Synolytic. To get younger now, visit neurohacker.com Dave and try it risk-free for up to 100 days. Use code Dave at checkout to get 15%. That's neurohacker.com Dave. Use code Dave. Today's cool fact of the day is that cancer stinks. Like seriously, dogs and fruit flies can smell if you have cancer. Researchers hooked up fruit flies to fluorescent sensors and measured their neuronal activity and found the fruit flies little antenna could smell the difference between cancer cells and healthy cells. Even more kind of strange is that they could tell the difference between different subtypes of certain cancers. This technology, which is called chemosensing, has been used with dogs, but without the objective scientific data to back it up. So the next time your dog or a fruit fly looks at you funny, you might want to check yourself out. Now, in case you're wondering about the lovely lady sitting next to me, this is Erin Tijo. She is 2014 Miss Hong Kong, and she's agreed that I may borrow her crown <laughs> for the rest of the episode, but I'm not wearing it. Thank you. Erin, welcome to the show. Thank you, Dave. I'm a big fan of your work and really, really appreciate all that you've done actually to share so much of your knowledge. And so it's a joy to be here. This really came together sort of randomly. We met at the Discover Me conference that Kai Tao put on here in LA. 
And I realized, wow, you're actually using Bulletproof Coffee and you're totally into biohacking. And so far, I haven't met a lot of people who've you know, won pageants who are doing the sort of things you're doing. And your story, uh, when we chatted, kind of made me want to say people should hear this. You weren't always on this path, right? Like, like what did you used to do for work? What was life like? Well, before, I used to be a financial advisor in Silicon Valley and worked behind an office desk, wined and dined, ate a lot of really fatty, but maybe just wasn't really conscious of the food I was eating. And I think my brother said to me, you know, you don't think, you don't think that you're fat, do you? Or I remember Ouch. in college or in high school, my teacher said, I think by the time you're 25, you're going to be 300 pounds. And so wow. I was like, Oh my so nice. gosh, I know that wasn't very nice. So a lot has changed since then. Ever How since much then. weight have you lost since you Gosh. were at your height in Silicon Valley? Over, over 28 pounds now. 28 pounds? Yeah. So is it true that Silicon Valley makes you fat? You know, it's, it wasn't Silicon Valley. It was just my lack of awareness. And I was eating a lot of gluten, dairy, a lot of inflammatory foods that I think were affecting my body in a negative way, but I had no idea that yeah. that was happening. So what are the changes you made that caused you to lose 28 pounds and basically become in really super good condition enough to you know, win a pageant and do the things you're doing now? Like, how did you do that? It's a giant change. Well, I just started to open my mind to really what opportunities were going to be effective for my body. So I started biohacking and mm -hmm. I came across your, your video. I think it was a interview with Joe Rogan and I was Joe's on. Awesome. Thanks Joe. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Joe. I was, I was running on the treadmill and I was watching your video. I thought, Oh my gosh, I definitely want to optimize my health. I mean, I have a short period of time to do this and I started to you know, change the foods I was eating. I cut out gluten, dairy, uh, corn, a lot of sugar. I mean, these are things that I used to love yep. and consume a lot. Of. So kettle corn wasn't on the diet for the new you. Gosh, I love kettle corn, but it wasn't. It's not. I mean, I was offered it yesterday at the Super Bowl party, party and I didn't even have any. So, who were you rooting for? Mm, well, I was wearing. Well, I thought the Seahawks had a really color, like a better color scheme. So I thought their their fashion was better. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh no, this is not going the right direction. I'm just right. You, you, you got me there. <laughs> um, my husband, he played quarterback for Oregon State, and I was wearing his jersey, but. He actually, because he's so into body optimization too, has been really kind of like opening my eyes to better, like a better healthy lifestyle. So short answer, you're wearing a Seahawks sort of thing, huh? Um, sort of. Who, who are you waiting for? Uh, I was pretty agnostic on this one. Okay. Okay. So, all right. So your husband and you are both biohackers then. We are. Right. We I, are. I, I he know. loves you. I mean, he, he actually <laughs> said there's very few people that he really you know, looks up to, and he was just ex extending his gratitude to you. Wow. So. Well, thanks for tuning in. I, I I think it's amazing just to run into run into you at a conference, and you're like, oh, my God, I drink the coffee. And so you do some other things that made you really interesting. You take smart drugs. Is that true? Well, I've experimented with some smart drugs. Which ones? Smart ones. And they are, let's see, I've tested some nootropics such as uh, Nupet mm -hmm. and Modafinil, Alpha Brain. Also, 
Bupiracetam. Wow. So they've also had, I mean, I've taken some notes about how they've affected me, and it's been very interesting because some might cause like a more like visual stimulation or a very kind of clear visual um, sensory, and then some might be like, oh, I can carry a conversation longer than typical. <laughs> wow. So it's, it's actually really exciting because there's a bit of a, a gender bias towards smart drugs. Like, have you ever noticed that? Like, it seems like smart drugs are more attractive to men. Like, it's sort of mm. like a manly thing to do. I want my brain to be bigger and stronger and all that. <laughs> um, and what, have they made a difference for you in your career? Or has this mostly just been about well-being and just personal performance? Well, what's interesting is that I'm very, so I'm new to biohacking. And mm-hmm. I'm obviously on this time frame of what I can do every single day. And so every day is just a new like just more data collection, a lot more research. I mean, okay. So you haven't really experienced like massive career benefits and things like that, but just your focus is better and you like that. Well, I definitely like the focus enhancement. I actually, I mean, ADD, some, a friend of mine said, Oh my gosh, maybe you have ADD. <laughs> and I thought, well, I mean, perhaps, or I could kind of test what else is out there or if there's a natural way of being really focused. So I'm learning a lot about that aspect, but I feel like you've, shed some light on some important things there. Oh, well, thanks. When you wake up in the morning, okay. give me your routine. I'm, there's like a thousand people, or actually like 50,000 <laughs> people or something. Um, and half of them at least are like, what does she do to look like this? So give us, wake up. when do you wake up? What do you do? Like, give us your recipe for success. Okay. So that's so interesting. You asked that because I've actually been looking for a book about just like the ideal optimal lifestyle for women. I feel like there's so much for men out there and perhaps I'll write it or, you know, I'm taking notes right now on what I'm doing. But when I wake up, I actually take a little emerge. Have you heard of that? What's in it? It's got a little caffeine. It's more of a pre-workout. And then I drink a protein, like a protein shake, but it has everything from like kale, spinach. I mean, your whole long list of greens. And then I go to the gym Actually, it's a hot yoga gym, and I sweat for an hour, hot, intense yoga, and then I drink the other half of my 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 kale, my spinach, my my whole protein shake, okay. and then I take it with like a slew of vitamins, everything from a Life Pack Nano to like Cortitrol to uh, Astera. I mean, there's just a whole list of vitamins. How many that I, pills do you ooh. take in the morning? Just ballpark. Ballpark, maybe. Like 12. That's shocking. Do you swallow them all at once? Well, I learned this cool trick. Okay, so you guys want to hear <laughs> I love it? it. <laughs> if you do six at a time mm-hmm. and you kind of put the water in your mouth or whatever liquid you're using and you go forward, the little little product will float the to the, right. the capsules will float to the top and then they'll go in easier. So it's no strain. Whereas before, I would never want to take any vitamins, but now it's like, oh, it's easy and I like it. And I've definitely seen the difference. My husband said, you haven't been sick for like three years or since I've known him. And I'm like, you're right. I haven't been yeah. sick and I think ever, in three three years ever since. Yeah. Yeah. The, the jury's in. Vitamins work. It's I'm true. Some better than others. Do you worry that you might have expensive pee? Ooh, I probably do. <laughs> but... Me too. I'm perfectly okay with my expensive pee because I'm getting the stuff I need and the stuff I don't need, I'll get rid of that. Um, my technique for taking a lot of pills, I can probably do about 40, like as much as I can fit in a hand in a single <laughs> swallow, yeah. um, is I just go back to my days at UC Santa Barbara mm-hmm. with beer, mm-hmm. right? Not that I drink beer anymore, but you just kind of get them 
force the man to the mouth and take the biggest amount of, of liquid you can take in your mouth, throw your head back and swallow like you're trying to drink a whole can of beer at once. Yes. And magically they go down. Oh, okay. So, okay. I mean, if you had the alcohol-hazed college experience that I did, maybe that could you know be useful for biohacking. That's, you know, I'm, I'm going to test that out. I'm going to imagine the big beer and then... Go for it. So far, so far, I've never seen anyone who can take more than I can, but it'd be kind of funny to have, like, you know, the, the who can swallow the most capsules contest. Just don't know what you put in it. I like that. All right. We'll, we'll have a race. We, let's. <laughs> we'll line up all of our capsules and then see who can down them fastest. I love it. <laughs> and play some ping pong. No. Oh, nice. You'll win. <laughs> cool. So you take giant handfuls of vitamins and you're sort of done with your morning routine. What do you do next? Like, I want to know the whole recipe for a day. So, so it depends. I might do a photo shoot. I might go on set. I might go to an audition. I've been going in for a lot of film and TV roles, so that's been exciting. So, so you mostly you're working for a while. Right? Yes. Do you like stop working to eat, or do you have to skip lunch, or how does that work? Well, recently I've been on a five to six meal food plan. Wow. So maybe two and a half hours, I'll eat a small portion, and I feel like that really revs up my metabolism. Okay. And so it keeps it going throughout the day. And then I'd like to start with setting my intentions for the day and then having like a meditation of what I visualize for it to be like. And then at so the end. You do like hot yoga, meditation, or you do meditation after work or before work? Usually before work. Before work, okay. Mm -hmm. So you do that, then you, you go off and you're on the set and you have like people taking your picture and lots of stuff like that. I haven't actually like lived your life so I'm A lot of sure. like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Hair flips. And, right. A lot of wind blowing. My nose came. <laughs> nice. And then what time do you, so you have lunch around noon and that's, you're eating some small snacks throughout the day. Yes. What's a snack look like for you? Well, snacks, I've been... I've been actually cooking a lot, Whoa. which is really cool because at first I wasn't really great in the kitchen. And now I'm not saying I'm great in the kitchen, but I've made things like kale muffins that have been tasting delicious. Kale pancakes, like protein Ew. pancake ups, uh, <laughs> like just amazing desserts that are made of like protein, egg white, a lot of spinach, kale, a lot of just healthy ingredients, no sugar, no gluten. And they feel like desserts so <laughs> so you put kale in your dessert i do and it's green and moist and fluffy oh, has anyone ever told you that kale doesn't taste very good oh i understand <laughs> i understand but they can i'm just kidding. drizzled with a little chocolate cacao nibs so that's true anything tastes good with chocolate I'll <laughs> do you have you seen any of the the work about maybe large amounts of kale having toxins in it that can be a problem mm, i have read some things on that have you ever Notice any of that? You may or may not like any like differences in muscle strength, joint soreness, stiffness. Not too much. Not too much. Excess calcification on the teeth or anything like that. Mm, nope. I mean, possible. I mean, but, but you don't notice a big difference from it. Some people do, some people don't. So you have a high excretion of oxalic acid with all cool. that kale. Yeah, add some calcium in there. Seems okay. like that would be a good idea. Calcium. Yeah, just when you're using kale and recipe, just add a little bit of calcium, just calcium uh, carbonate, just cheap okay. calcium tablets. If you do that, you'll totally improve the health of your kale because I actually think kale is really good for you. It's just you want to bind up that one toxin so it doesn't go into your blood and do the mm. binding because that's not where you want it. But, Thank you for that. Oh, you're I'm going to add it to my, my recipe book. Yeah, it's, it's like just a little bit in there. It's all it takes. Even like okay. baking soda can help you know, because that will cause sodium... Uh, uh, formation of those crystals. Just you just don't want it to happen in your blood. 
Right. And then you're getting tons of K2. It's all right. That's cool. All right. Now you've had your your kale muffins and no gluten. And what do you do around dinner time? You're done with work. You go out to dinner. You eat dinner at home. What's a typical day? It depends. I mean, I like I like to have new experiences and adventures and go out and have just a new day every day. I mean, I don't like to do the same thing twice, let alone do or live the same day the same. So if I'm exploring like a new restaurant, then sometimes I'll do a write up about the restaurant. Cool. Or if I cook at home, it'll be something around like fish or protein, high protein, low carbs, a lot of vegetables and very little fruit. I used to eat a ton of fruit. Now I've kind of found that it was too much sugar. So it's too bad. Fruit's good, isn't it? I know. Tastes nice, but it doesn't work. Right. All right. When do you go to sleep? How much sleep do you get? Because you have to maintain your look, which requires sleep, right? And, like, is there some nighttime ritual that helps? Oh, let's see. At night, which is interesting, I've I've set my intention to do eight hours of sleep a night. So that's kind of earlier than... I mean, I used to go to sleep really late and Mm -hmm. felt great. Now I'm, I'm going to bed early, which is interesting. Do you wake up early then? I wake up early just to go to hot yoga. Oh, that's right. Okay. My 7 a.m. And, and is there like a, do you take supplements before you go to sleep? Do you like, you know, take a hot bath? Is there a relaxation <laughs> ritual? Do you turn the lights down? Or do you just like, okay, it's time for bed. Boom, you're down. You know, okay. So I, okay. I put my feet in the air uh-huh. on the wall to have the blood rush down. And models do this all the time. I mean, yeah. we've literally had like catwalks and uh-huh. models put their feet up. So ladies, if you want to get an extra couple hours of heel wear, this is the way to do it, is you put your feet up kind of 90 degree angles like this. That looks kind of weird. But for, for how long? Maybe 15 minutes. 15 minutes. It totally works for me. I can wear heels twice as long. As <laughs> yeah. <I do> <laughs> yes, it works. And then, and then we'll, we'll, we'll pray together and, mm-hmm. um, and then we'll share kind of like our, our wins for the day. And, um, Adam and I will just talk about, you know, ways we can support each other and, um, and then we'll do, we do, okay, this is funny, but we do like a, like a love dyad. Is that too nerdy? <laughs> oh, there's nothing that's too nerdy. Okay. It's, it's a show about biohacking. I mean, come on here. Tell us about your love dyad. Okay. So <laughs> knee to knees, love dyads, like I, mm-hmm. I, like just deep breathing. We sink our breaths, maybe two to three minutes of just like deep eye contact and really establish that love bond because you know the days are so busy mm-hmm. and we're traveling a lot and I, I travel a ton for some shows or projects so just reestablishing our connection is really key and then and then and then maybe some exciting fantasy action but that's for another topic <laughs> <laughs> time. And that'll put yeah. you to sleep, all right? I get right, it. Right, right, right. Yeah. I'm really creative that way, so Wow, that is cool. I like that love diet idea. That's pretty neat. I imagine that you just inspired some number of people to try doing that. That's that's cool. Absolutely. So thanks for sharing that. Now, we'll switch gears a little bit because okay. when you walked in, you told me that as you were driving here, you had uh, most of a song show up in your head. Is this true? Well, I was in traffic and I thought to myself, well, I love to give Dave Asprey a little gift. So in my mind, all of a sudden, this song came up and... It's All right, Adrian, up. you have a guitar. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Share this. All right. Okay. First time, this is the first song you've ever first halfway song written? First song ever. <laughs> Seriously. Okay. Put well, you on the spot. Yes. 
Just for you. All right, just for me. I'm just gonna photobomb her background. <laughs> just for him. <laughs> I'm but so yeah, yeah. <laughs> so cute. Wow. Okay. Alrighty. Well. Okay. hundredth episode and no one has ever sung a song before so you like set a record adrian thanks for laying down some guitar thank you wow thanks that was amazing well i seriously appreciate all that you've done and i know that you've invested so much money and and given away all of this information for free and it's transforming lives i mean it's transformed my life i mean i wouldn't be walking on a catwalk or eating what I'm eating or op optimizing my health the way I do if it wasn't for you. So just this sincere gratitude oh, for you. Uh, thanks. I, I appreciate that. And <laughs> it's, it helps, it helps motivate me when I just hear that it's working, that it's helping people. And so if, you know, finding toxins and eliminating them helps with inflammation and all it's, it's a good thing, right? That's how it's supposed to work. Yes, it's a great thing. And a lot of this information is not out there. I mean, yeah. I went through school after, you know, years of years, and I didn't have this information. So thank you. You're, you're most welcome. All right, Aaron, after that amazing song, you were a tomboy, weren't you? I was. So how did you go from tomboy to beauty pageant winner? Like, what shifted in you? Well, I tore my ACL playing basketball <laughs> and I thought, oh, it'll be fine. And I was at the gym almost every day playing basketball. That was like my big passion. Mm -hmm. And then I was playing football and then tore it some more. I had just intercepted a pass and I thought, okay, now it's getting serious. And then on my in hip hop class in college, I went to jump and touch an exit sign. So I was like kind of really adventurous and that's when it tore completely oh. and that's when I needed to get it repaired. But when I got it repaired, I actually experienced the love and nurturing side of all these girls. Like the, just the sweet kindness that girls had and they're like, Oh my gosh, let me help you. Let me wash your hair. Let me, let me fix your pillow. And, and it just kind of went from really tomboy attitude to like a sweet, gentle, nurturing kind of loving Oh, wow. aspect of life and it was it was like a, a blessing in disguise that's a cool story <laughs> i like that so you're kind of rough and tumble but you're open to both yes all right you have also done float tanks which i don't think is common for people in your profession is it you know i don't know too many people who have done it mm -hmm. my best friend 
she gave me a coupon for, or like a gift certificate mm-hmm. for my birthday for the Float Matrix in San Francisco. And cool. I never did it because I had thought I didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. Then when I heard you and Joe Joe Rogan talk about it on the yeah. podcast, I thought, oh my gosh, I want to try it. So we went to the one in Venice okay. Beach and it was profound. I literally had... This was Float Labs? You went float to? Labs in okay. Venice. Yeah, I've done it. Actually, I've floated there as well. Okay, cool. Awesome. Yeah. So what, tell, tell me about it, all right? So, okay. So I think I was naked, but I, I was like floating. I was okay, right? There okay, so it's normal. That's normal, yeah. So then I found myself floating and floating. But what was really powerful was that there were deep questions I had at that time, just mm-hmm. kind of crossroad questions that suddenly I got answers to. And I remember I was staring into the mirror and I was talking to somebody. There's a mirror in there? Well, Isn't it dark? There's a part where you can kind of get up and out of the float lab. Oh, that part. Okay, right. So I was staring into the mirror after I floated, and I started kind of not talking to myself, but just having a conversation in my mind, and suddenly answers started to come from within. And then when I, started, when I was floating again, I felt like the depth of thinking was at a whole new level. I mean, maybe f- five to ten times deeper than I typically go to, and... It was such a gift. So, so a lot of introspection. A lot of introspection. I think I had a like an out of body experience there too. Where and you- I don't think everybody has that, but that was just my unique experience. And I don't know if I can recreate it, but that was that unique experience. And it was about two and a half hours long. Wow, that's a long float. It was long. I was loving it. So where did you go? And you went out of your body. I went. It was interesting. I felt like I was talking to a twin of myself and then seeing two different sides of my mind. Wow. And that's just something that I haven't really explored. I mean, I'm sure there's more information on that, you know, but that's something new. So maybe you could share a little bit about yours. Oh, sure. Would you recommend this as something maybe people might want to try? Absolutely. Yes. So you're a fan. Um, The first time I floated, I was, I'd been dealing with a lot of like flights, way too many flights. So, I mostly experienced muscle tension because okay. you know you're laying there, you're naked, you're in warm salt water, so you know you're floating. You don't feel anything around you, like it's the same temperature as you, so you don't see anything, you don't hear anything, and it's just like it's a blank canvas. Right. So the first thing I felt was like all the knotted muscles in my body. So my hands are like, uh, and so and my neck was all out. So I like kind of got those to relax because like the physical side of, of those things became more apparent versus just like putting one foot in front of the other after like, you know, long, long trips. Um, and then I, I tend to feel like I'm falling really rapidly, which is mm. kind of neat. So, you know, you're not falling, but your senses are just screaming. You're like, you're falling. And you're like, no, I'm not. Uh, so like for me, there's a lot of physical sensation stuff that happens there. I don't tend to leave my body. Like I, things like the 40 years of Zen, the neurofeedback training, have been much stronger for me for like spiritual type experiences, but I find it really like profoundly relaxing and you can be really more introspective and you can sort of just be more aware of like emotional states when, uh, when you're floating. So that's been my experience. I don't do it, you know, once a month or something, but there are people who like have had such profound benefits. Um, especially people who've been like traumatized or Mm. PTSD or people with like a lot of anger or sadness or grief, you know, something that they're working through. Mm. I think it can be like therapeutic even. And I've seen some pretty amazing stuff happen. Wow. No, I mean, it sounds like there's 
opportunity for breakthroughs for people and also yeah. a lot of healing. So mm-hmm. it's kind of cool. Now you do some other weird stuff. Anything oh. else you want to talk about? What weird stuff are we talking about? I do a lot. I mean, I'm an adventurous person and a free mm-hmm. spirit. Let's just be really honest here. <laughs> so what are we talking about? Oh, have you maybe like been to Burning Man or something? Five years in a row. Whoa, we yes. have a, another burner on the show. Can't tell. Nobody really. You know that. You know that. Look, where are all your piercings? Like your oh. nose, your, your eyebrows, nothing. I mean, <laughs> there's a lot of people who've been now because it's been going on for like 15 years. And I mean, I've been to Burning Man and it's it had been my intent to go for almost a decade. And every single time there's always been some really serious business thing on top of it. So to my great regret, I kept putting it off, but, um, I went in 2011 and I'm targeting to go this year. Yes. And it's, you know, I, it's harder when you have young kids cause you don't want to take time away, but uh, I think it's worth going just cause you have like this cool sense of community and there's just nothing to worry about. Your phone doesn't really work and you're just hanging out and everyone there is like ready to just like give you something and you can give something. So it's, yeah. it's just a different experience than you get in any city anywhere. Yes. Plus like late at night seeing like giant fire monsters. I mean, where else are you going to do that? Exactly. I, I, I love Burning Man. I mean, you know, it's, everyone has a different experience, a unique experience. I feel like it's just such a playground, but at mm-hmm. the same time, you're right. That community it's so open and loving, and I love that aspect where people are could, could really be their authentic self, or they can explore, you know, different, uh, you know, community in different ways. So, all right, everyone who's watching this on YouTube, <laughs> on our channel, instead of just listening in their cars, has, they, they want to know what what does your Burning Man costume look like? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, I, I get really creative. I mean, I like a lot of furry kind of, uh, cool. like the, I mean, I'm very into like a lot of colors and, oh, I, I mean, I think it, I don't know if I could share this on whatever you like. Like I had my first like naked kind of free experience, but it was so <laughs> brief. It was tiny. So mom, if you're listening, it was like, I don't think anyone saw me, <laughs> but it was, it was brief and I, it was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is happening. But it, it was, uh, but great. I mean, pure hearted. Did, did that have an effect on your confidence? Uh, in a good way. I mean, That's yeah, funny. I felt, I felt very, very free and open and loving. And it, I love coming from that place of just true, open hearted kind of giving space. Mm-hmm. And so, it, yeah, it's, it's really weird. Uh, it's known that people are known for you know, walking around naked. There isn't always like tons of that, but I remember when I was there, uh, one of the the people that I was camping with um, had a like a a very spiritual experience yes. uh, one evening, and the next morning uh, we're in this camp and we have like some sort of she just walks in naked, and I'm like, <laughs> and and she had just like felt so liberated that like she just lost all self consciousness. Yeah. And so for people who like all of us have like body image problems, and I certainly have. You know, I used to weigh 300 pounds, and you know, being fat as a kid always gives you body image stuff. Mm. So to be able to just like, even if it's just for you know 30 seconds, you're like, oh, I'm naked, and no one's like pointing, going, ha ha. Right. Like, I think it can have an effect on you, a long lasting effect. So I'm not like a nudist. I don't live my life naked. You know, like I'm a family guy, right? Right. Um, but uh, I definitely noticed that when people were occasionally naked, that it was very kind of liberating for them. And if people looked at my body for a living, which I mean, they, they, you're a model, right? So you know, your curves matter. <laughs> so I imagine it might make you just 
more confident, but it's, you had that effect. It, it was, it was wonderful. I mean, it was kind of like a breakthrough experience for me. So I felt like uh, at Burning Man, there's a lot of, for me, deep sense of spiritual connection. Uh, a lot of times I found myself meditating and kind of taking walks and creating. And that moment of, you know, being nude was, was just a, a blissful moment. Nothing crazy. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, you've been to Burning Man, um, hats off five times, yes. way more than me. I've been like once in the last many years of wanting to go and going again. So maybe I'll see you out on the playa. 2014? Yep. Are you down? All right. We sealed it with a high five. <laughs> they heard it. I think. <laughs> I think so. Okay, cool. I've been thinking. You talked with us about your, sorry, your diet plan, but it sounds like you're not eating that much fat, but you have like really good skin and good skin comes, especially in women from eating fat. So you must be getting fat from somewhere. What are you doing like for the sources of healthy fat in your diet? In my protein shake in the morning, I actually mix in some some MTC oil, mm -hmm. and it's really high fat. And I feel like that really kind of lubricates my brain, and it feels like a lot of mental clarity, focus. Okay, so, so that's part of like your kale and other shake. Yes, with part the of my morning okay, routine. Cool. A lot of women do well with protein and fat in the morning, like that. Yeah. And then your other meals throughout the day, do you do anything like, are you eating more eggs or butter or anything like that? Or are you, you maybe on still a lower fat diet, it sounds like. Kind of a lower fat. I mean, I eat a lot of avocados. Oh, there you go. So that's where you're getting it. And meat. And so a lot of that is. Okay, fat. cool. I was like trying to put that together. Now I get it. Avocados are, I mean, I've had only two avocados so far today. So yeah. curves are sexy. They're in healthy is sexy now. <laughs> it's true. Um, I saw a cool bumper sticker. It said, strong is the new thin. Ooh. I that was kind of cool. Or like new that. skinny. One of those, <laughs> I don't remember. But you like that? I think so, too. That's how it should be. So what's next? You've moved to L.A. You've gone from being like a finance person who's overweight in Silicon Valley to being essentially a model in L.A. And like doing like living the life. And you have this amazing crown. Um, so... Um, what's the, like, what's happening next? Well, my heart is really focused on bridging the cultures of, uh, the international markets like China, Hong Kong, and in, in the entertainment world. I feel like what I'm being called to is to create a platform and like either speaking or hosting. I'm working on a travel show right now. That's been awesome. It's about green lifestyles and organic living and, um, like alternative eco resorts. Cool. So that's. What's the URL or where can people find out about that? That's greentraveldestinations.com. Okay. Destinations and with an S? Green travel, yes. Okay, cool. And then, or actually, maybe without an S, destination. We'll put the URL right here. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> and, and then also, I work on a, like a fashion show where we talk about empowering people towards fashion. But really, I, I love highlighting people and highlighting ideas and thoughts and just inspiring people towards living their most amazing life possible. If, you know, if, if we have one life to live, like why not do it in the best way? And so I feel like you're doing that. And, I'm working you know, on it. I resonate with that. Oh, well, thank you. Speaking of resonating, that was an awesome segue and you didn't know I was going to do this. <laughs> this device on the floor between us is the bulletproof vibe. And normally, guests are on Skype, so they don't get to try it. Ooh. But I want to put you on the Bulletproof Vibe 
and see what happens. Are you game? I'm I'm up for it. Okay, let's Titans do it. and firms. Oh, so. I like that. All right, let's All right. give this a shot. Let's do it. The Human Upgrade, formerly Bulletproof Radio, was created and is hosted by Dave Asprey. The information contained in this podcast is provided for informational purposes only and is not intended for the purposes of diagnosing, treating, curing, or preventing any disease. Before using any products referenced on the podcast, consult with your healthcare provider, carefully read all labels, and heed all directions and cautions that accompany the products. Information found or received through the podcast should not be used in place of a consultation or advice from a healthcare provider. If you suspect you have a medical problem or should you have any healthcare questions, please promptly call or see your healthcare provider. This podcast, including Dave Asprey and the producers, disclaim responsibility for any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not endorse or accept responsibility for statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. This podcast may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products or services. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to herein. This podcast is owned by Bulletproof Media.